The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Katie Mox here with Will Brinson and John Breach, both having very good hair days today. If you guys are listening to audio only, you are missing out. Brinson's got a very full floof going is what I will call it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and Breach got a haircut looking very sharp, my friend. Looking very, very sharp today. We will cover... Hey, your hair looks great too, Katie Mox. Well, thank you. It's, you know... I appreciate that. I'm just going to take the compliment and not to give you the whole girl. No, it's not. Thanks. So thank you. I appreciate that. Today, we will cover early division winner picks. Uh, We're going to tell you when to go chalk and when to take value down the board coming up tomorrow. We've got the Brady Quinn football show. And then on Thursday, it is our mailbag show. So send us your questions at pick six pod on Twitter or any of our individual accounts for any upcoming mailbag questions you may have. And if you are liking the pod, go ahead and show us some love. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. If you're an audio listener only, download, follow, leave a five-star review, and don't gatekeep the podcast. Tell your friends to listen and watch. Fellas, speaking of listening and watching, we promoted last week the PGA Championship, which was on CBS. Did y'all watch the PGA Championship? I know you did, Brinson. Yeah, of course. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Brooks... Brooks Kepka won, right? It's his fifth yep. major that he won. Kind of interesting because he's a live player, right? Did y'all see the awkward exchange between the PGA CEO and Kupka after he won? It was a little bit icy. And so it had me thinking, was that the most awkward league principal uh, player championship exchange or possibly Brady and Goodell after deflate? Yeah, Brady and Goodell deflate gate. Deflate gate was, was pretty... Cause like that was the, that was the car. It was, this, it was in Arizona. It was the Seahawks Super Bowl 49. I mean, I remember being there and like, it was such an, it was, it, I it's still ranked number one on my list of uh, best Super Bowls ever. And you have this situation that's like lingering in the background. Like I, I remember, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, just like it, it was, it was a thing for the entirety of those playoffs, and it was definitely a thing when the trophy was handed off. But somehow, kind of actually flew under the radar. Uh, Kepka's, Kepka's. You know, the, the, the interesting thing is that the PGA and the PGA Tour are separate, so it's like it's a weird distinction that not a lot of people know. Yeah. Like, we have, we have this text, you know, talking with friends about this, like. The PGA, the people who run the PGA Championship are not the same people as the PGA Tour and like the USG. Mm. There's all these different governing bodies in golf. So awkward for the live player to win. But I think the Brady and Goodell one probably a little more awkward breach. Well, Brinson, I think you have your Brady and Goodell uh, handoffs mixed up. Or you remember the one that happened. So Brady actually got suspended for the 2016 yes. season because of the yes. plate game. So we did, it wasn't resolved yet. At Super Bowl 49. So his first Super Bowl after the suspension was Super Bowl 51, uh, the 28 to 3 comeback against Atlanta. Right. Oh, that's a good one. Of that Super Bowl. And uh, if you've ever covered a Super Bowl, which Princeton has, uh, you know that there is an MVP press conference the following morning where Dude, the I win. people on stage are Roger Goodell and the MVP. And so somehow I scored a front row seat because I showed up at. A you and I were both there. Like 5 a.m. This press conference, like 8 a.m. We were there together. Well, then you were in the Brinson back row. Like you, you confirmed that he was also there with you. We were, no, we were <laughs> sitting next to each other in Houston. At the Belichick was in there too, and it was Belichick incredibly was awkward. Yes. That was the most awkward. <laughs> yes, 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 I agree with that. We were we were sitting together, you serial killer. Oh, you said this whole thing was in Phoenix when, in fact, it was in Houston. Because Super Bowl Forty Nine, when Deflategate occurred was occurring happened in Phoenix. I remember when we, me and Wilson got there to set up our, Oh, cause you were in Vegas for that one. Me and Wilson got there with, uh, with Jamie Erdahl, who's now much more famous than you are. Uh, me and Wilson got there to, um, to, to set up. And I remember like seeing Dave Portnoy, who I'd never seen before. Like, I didn't even know who it was really, but like, he was like walking around at like, um, 98. What? So, so, you didn't I mean, know who I, Dave Portnoy was. I, I mean, I, I knew he was, I just didn't, Barstool was not Barstool then. Okay. This is like this is because remember Bar, I mean like I mean Barstool was big but they weren't like Barstool Barstool yeah but I mean he was walking around with like near ninety eight five the fan uh, or ninety five the sports hub yeah ninety five the sports hub in Boston with like touching wrench to those guys and he was like where is that guy Kravitz I know Kravitz is around here somewhere he's looking for Bob Kravitz of the Indy Star who had been the one who had blown the thing open because Ryan Grigson had leaked all the information to him um, and and so like I mean you got to remember this was. I mean, Super Bowl 49, what do we just have? Super Bowl 57. It was like eight. It was almost a decade ago. Like, yeah. I mean, I, you, you see a picture of me and Wilson, you're like, oh, okay, never mind. That makes more sense. Like, Wilson had right. some hair and I had bangs. <laughs> bangs. Ooh, uh, speaking of good hair, I'd like to see a picture of that. So if you find it, go ahead and throw Absolutely. it up um, on the YouTube channel. All right. Well, okay. So it seems like Brady and Goodell deflate gate, whichever Super Bowl, you know, pick your poison is the most awkward exchange ever. Um, all right. So let's uh, dig into the show here, fellas, and talk early division winner odds. First up, we're looking at the AFC East. And Brinson, you have ranked all of these on who you feel the most comfortable with going chalk and where you feel the most value is down the board. So when we look at the AFC East, you got the Bills at the top, plus 135. Then you got the Jets pretty close thereafter, plus 200. The Patriots all the way down the board, plus 10,000. Is this a place where you take value? Um, No. Oh, well, yes, it is a place <laughs> I'm going to take value. Uh, and but Except the value is not going to be where you guys think it is. The value is going to be at the very top where the Buffalo Bills are plus 135. I have this is the third 
my number three division in terms of confidence that the Bills are going to win. And that's not necessarily a statement about the Bills. I mean, it is a statement about the Bills. Um, but maybe more of a statement about how difficult it's going to be to predict division winners and NFL predictions for the 2023 season as we stand right now. I think a large portion of this, portion of the part of this, portion of this breach is because we've had things like Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets and the AFC is so top loaded that the you know, you have all of these teams in the AFC that makes it difficult to pick those divisions in the AFC to a degree. And then over the NFC, there's such a, a, a dearth of elite teams that it's hard to pick a team that's definitely going to win its division. Uh, for me, though, I've been saying all offseason, I'll continue to beat this drum uh, until we get closer to the, you know, the, the start of the season, that regardless of... And assuming there's no like injury or something like that, that regardless of Aaron Rodgers, you know, coming to the AFC East, and regardless of the Dolphins, you know, being a, a bit of a, a you know a, a popular choice to maybe upset here, breach. I'm t- taking the Bills, and I think the Bills are some of the best value that you will see on the board. Uh, plus 160 for the Chiefs last year, just ridiculous. I think the Bills would be plus 160 if the Chiefs hadn't cr- like crushed that division last year. People, the, the Bills at plus money is just silly to me. Yeah, this does feel exactly like the AFC West from last season when uh, you saw the Broncos trade for Russell Wilson, the Chargers adding some upgrades, uh, the Raiders, everybody thinking, man, one of these teams are going to make a run and and dethrone the Chiefs finally, and that pushed the Chiefs into plus money, which was just insane. Brinson, you did bang that drum all last year. Bet the Chiefs now. Bet the Chiefs now. Brinson, said bet Thank the you. Chiefs now more than anyone has ever said bet the Chiefs now in the history of betting. Uh, and that, you know, what about November? It, yeah, I mean, uh, just and all. also led the Eagles last year. Wow, Brinson. I know, I had a good year last year. So you have <laughs> this That's not even bangs, oh, it's just a lack of product keeping you over here. Yeah. Got to watch know, I, I have to say, I like the, I like the way it's gone now, flipped up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got to get it off the, got to get it off the. And the that's facial hair really has done a lot for you. And no beard. He looks like a young Ron Bur- Burgundy. All right, that's enough, Debo. Let's move on to our, our odds here. <laughs> yeah, but what I was going to say, so the same thing happened here with the Jets adding Aaron Rodgers, with the Dolphins even getting better. I mean, they added Jalen Ramsey, uh, made a bunch of good moves, and so that's pushed the Bills in the plus money. And it just feels like, man, the Bills won this division by four games. It wasn't even like this was a close division last year. And even if they take a small step back, and say the Jets improve by three or four games, that still only gets them to 10 and 7, 11 and 6. So it does feel like uh, I am going to agree with Brinson here and feels like the Bills are the play right now. All right. Sims in the chat said Katie's not going to bet on the Bills uh, based on the fact that I've bet on them for several years in a row now and it's blown up in my face. I actually think that there's some good value on Miami at plus 320. Obviously, we don't know what the Jets are really going to look like. I'm pretty high on them. I like them over their win total. I like the Bills, but they find a way to disappoint me every single year. And Miami has a lot of question marks. Obviously, we don't know if Tua is going to be playing or not, but they have all the pieces in place. And at plus 320, I could see them uh, squeak in in there and having a good year. All right, moving on to the AFC North. Breach, this is your division. You got the Bengals at the top here, plus 120. That's the chalkiest. Then you got the Ravens just obviously getting uh, Lamar Jackson back, plus 275, then the Browns and the Steelers. What do you think? Well, I think that I already know what Brinson's going to pick, and I hate when Brinson 
jumps on my team's bandwagon. But it, look, I actually think uh, I'm torn with trying to pick a winner in this division. Uh, obviously, I do think the Bengals are going to be very good. I think this is the best Bengals roster they have had since Joe Burrow's been there. Uh, you know, this is the year they don't have to worry about money. Next year, Joe Burrow's going to have his extension, whether that happens this year uh, or early next offseason. Jamar Chase is going to be eligible for an extension next offseason. So they're going to be throwing money around. But this year, this team is stacked. They don't have to worry about the salary cap. This is their all-in year. So it does feel like uh, the Bengals are going for broke. We saw them sign Orlando Brown. Uh, if they keep Jonah Williams, that's a great – that's a good spot for him at right tackle. Um, so it feels like their offensive line question marks are fixed. And then you have the Ravens who just, I mean, the Ravens had the Bengals beat in the wild card playoff game until Tyler Huntley made just the most ridiculous fumble of all time. Uh, so it, the Ravens are a very good team, but you know, it's contingent on Lamar Jackson staying healthy. They've got a new offensive coordinator, so They definitely have some question marks. So I definitely think I lean Bengals here. Uh, but man, the Ravens definitely provide some interesting value. Yeah, I think that's uh, where I'd go as well. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in Cincinnati. I mean, I think the the Bengals yeah. are. It's it, it feels a little weird to be confident in the Bengals, right? Um, well, I mean, you know, breach. I mean, breach. <laughs> You've been doing this for your entire <laughs> life. Like, don't you feel like you? I mean, I think I think. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. <laughs> if everything, okay, yeah, continue. No, I was just gonna say if I was doing, I'm just making fun of myself for whatever. Vincent, let me answer your question. This is the <laughs> most confident I've ever felt about a Bengals team going into yeah. a season in my entire life. Correct. Which is kind of scary. When you look at the rest of the division. There are question marks all over the place, except really with the Bengals. Yeah, and I may mean, think. Uh, for me, I was even the Bengals might have been. So I have the Bengals as the f- number five team. If I'm ranking them one to eight on a confidence scale, remember I mentioned the Bills are three, the Bengals are five for me. It is almost entirely based on the combination of Lamar Jackson and Todd Munkin. I think Lamar with that contract will be out to prove something. I think the change in offensive coordinator will do a lot for the Ravens on that side of the ball. And I think the defense will improve. It, it could. If I'm betting this division, again, I'm going to pick the Bengals. I think the Bengals will win the division. I might pick the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, just a spite breach. Um, I think <laughs> I, I think the Ravens are some pretty good value at plus 275 because of Lamar. But it's also, if you're going to bet the Ravens, weren't they like 4-1 to one at one point when it looked like we didn't know what was going to happen with Lamar and they hadn't added all these pieces on offense? You know, I, I'm a huge Zay Flowers fan. I think Rashad Bateman's gotten a you know a raw deal just because we tend to judge these wide receivers, especially when other guys in their in their receiver class are, are blossoming early. Uh, maybe maybe before we give them time to develop. I think I think Baltimore could really be a a, a very strong team this year, particularly with an easier schedule. Um, but I just trust the Bengals, and I'm confident the Bengals, and I am supremely confident in Joe Burrow. So, Katie, for me, uh, Bengals number five, but. And it would like it would be higher if they were in a different division, obviously. So the Bengals are number five uh, for the AFC North. Did you give what your number was for the AFC East and the Bills? Number three, the Bills are my third. I'm I'm a lot higher on the Bills than a lot of other people. I mean, you can make the case that the Jets are a little scarier than the Ravens. Mm, I don't. I, I, so the Jets I, are wow. the Jets are. 
Explain. Well, I, maybe the Jets are a little scarier than the Ravens. I think the totality of the AFC North is a little bit scarier than the totality of the AFC East because, I mean, I've been getting beat on by Browns fans all weekend long because I said they were going to go <laughs> 7 and 10. It's like you've had three seasons, three winning seasons since 1999. Maybe pump the brakes and like, give me a little bit of slack for not saying you're going to go 14 and 0 or 14, 16 and 0 or whatever it is. Um, and then the Steelers, you know, I, I think Pittsburgh at, at 5 to 1 is, I'd like something like 7 to 1 or 8 to 1, I think, if I were going to bet them. But I can see Pittsburgh being a much more solid team than people expect. I, I think this division is a little tougher to navigate than the AFC East, which has the the Patriots as a as the as the, the cupcake in the division. Somewhere. Well, and to Brenton's point, real quick, all four of these teams went three and three in the division last yeah. year. So this division yeah. was decided by your out of division games, uh, and so in that sense, they were Baltimore has a much easier schedule out of the division, equally matched, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I'll go chalk on this one with the Bengals as well. I do think that the Ravens, to your point, Breach, are interesting value-wise with a plus 275, but when's the last time that Lamar Jackson has been healthy for an entire season? Now, I know they're changing the offense, and it's going to be a lot more pass-heavy this year, but there's still a lot of question marks. Um, and, Brinson, you talk about Browns fans being angry with you. Try calling Deshaun Watson a creep on social media and see what that gets you. I was told I picked them to win seven games because I don't like Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, no, it's because it's you just don't win very much. You don't win very much. They haven't won a division since 1989. Yeah. yeah I mean, exactly. grow, who do they think they are? It's outrageous. Outrageous. All right. It's on ridiculous. that note, we are going to take a quick break here. Watch and pick six. We'll be right back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. Mox, Brinson, and Breach here today. Three good hair days, if you are paying mm -hmm. attention. All right, moving on down the line. AFC South. This is the first time we're seeing a major favorite with the Jags, minus 170. And then uh, second, the Tennessee Titans, plus 380. Huge, huge uh, discrepancy there, Brinson. Obviously, Jags, is, is this a place where you go chalk, or do you think there's some value? Yeah, I mean, the Jags were like 8-1 to one to win the division last year. Everybody and their brother bet them. I picked them to win the division, though. That's right. My Jaguars. Um, <laughs> I, I, think it, I think it could talk me into 
I have the, this is the number four team for me in terms of confidence. So the Bills above them at three, the Bengals below them, and that's obviously entirely, entirely related to the company they're keeping in that division. And well, not entirely. I should throw Trevor Lawrence some love, but I'm saying like relative to the, I would have the Bengals. I think the Bengals are a better team than the Jaguars. And I would never bet the Jaguars to like finish above. Like, like if, they, if they were, if they were, if they were the two, if they were just playing 16 times, you know, in, in a season or 17 times in a season, I would just, I would, I would, I think the Bengals would go like eh, 12 and five, maybe against the Jaguars. Uh, maybe not, maybe not that much, but the point being is, Jacksonville is above Cincinnati in my confidence rankings because I trust the Jaguars and Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence against a much, much weaker division. Remember, we have, with the other three teams here, the Titans have Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry coming back. Offensive line is in flux. Mike Vrabel's a great coach. Will Levis is sitting there waiting for that team to struggle out of the gates, and you have that week eight bye, I believe, or week seven bye, maybe week eight. He's like, you feel like he could be the starter. Colts have Anthony Richardson, a raw first-year rookie, and then C.J. Stroud in Houston. We assume both of those guys will start. This There's a reason the Jaguars are minus 170 here, Breach. Uh, there is a reason they are minus 170. But look, if there's one team I don't trust atop these uh, odds rankings, you're getting minus money with Jacksonville. I'm not taking it. I am staying far, far away from it. I same, think there's same. a lot better value. You can literally – bet against Jacksonville and guarantee yourself uh, winning money as long as Jacksonville <laughs> doesn't win the division. If you were to bet 100 on Tennessee, Indy, and Houston, you win money no matter what as long as Jacksonville doesn't win. So you're getting great value with these other teams. And I think you look at the Titans last season, and I think this is a good example. where they Ryan Tannehill was injured, uh, and everybody remembers this team. Hey, they weren't that good. But guess what? They had a chance to go to the playoffs in the final game of the season – they started a guy who had been on the roster for 12 days in Joshua Dobbs and still almost beat Jacksonville, who had everybody available. And so I think the Titans are one of the most underrated teams right now. They started seven and three last season before Ryan Tannehill got injured. Ryan Tannehill dealt with injuries, missed five games last year. And that seven and three could have been nine and one. They Malik Willis almost beat the Chiefs, who lost in overtime. Uh, week one, they lost because Randy Bullock missed a field goal on the final play of the game. So we're talking about a Titans team that could have started nine and one very easily last year. Uh, and so I think Tennessee is going to be the, I don't know how Mike Vrabel does it. The roster never screams that they're going to be good, but he somehow finds a way to muster nine, 10, 11 wins. And so if I'm looking for value in a team that could possibly steal this division, I think I like Tennessee at plus three eighty. But I, I would also sprinkle money on the Colts and Texans. I like As I said, I am just betting against Jacksonville. I think at any of these values, I would take a sprinkle money on Tennessee, Indian, Houston. Uh, the Texans for me are are the play here, and ten, almost ten to one. You know, Jacksonville is the best team. Indy could be really, really exciting if Anthony Richardson clicks. Um, these odds are going to shift a lot depending on, I would guess. I think it probably built in that Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud are starting uh, in week one. I, I, I don't think you're crazy there, Breach. I mean, Vrabel, like the Titans are just, you can see them winning like nine games by a score. Like every game is 16 to 13, you know? And and then, Katie, we have a situation where we're all wishing we'd bet Mike Vrabel. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I agree with both of you. It's hard to say that the uh, the ja the Jaguars, as I like to say, the Jags um, aren't going to win this division. But laying a buck seventy feels like a lot. I do 
I do like the Texans, and maybe it's just because I'm a 49ers fan, all right? We got our defensive coordinator over there now, but at plus 950, there seems to be a lot um, of value there. And yeah, the Colts will have to see how that uh, shakes out. I'm not too high on the Titans, though. I do want to throw one more thing on Jacksonville. Two more things that concern me real quick. Number one, they play back-to-back games in London. We don't know how a team's going to respond to that. You're away from your family for uh, quite a long time, and you're out in London where, by the way, Jacksonville lost to the Broncos last season. Number two is that they have probably the worst first-place schedule of any team in the NFL. Jacksonville has to play the Chiefs the Bills, and the 49ers mm-hmm. next season. Uh, no other teams in their division have to play those three games. So those that's that's three games where I feel like Jacksonville, good chance they go 0-3. Uh, I, I cannot see them possibly going 3-0 and in those three games. And then the other three teams have it much easier because they're not facing the Chiefs, Bills, and 49ers. Uh, Dom yeah. in the chat already trolling with the 40 whiners. I see you. I see you. What were you going to say, Brinson? No, I was going to say, I mean, I, think, I, I, I don't think that you should – Anyone should consider betting the Jaguars at minus 170. That's it's just not a great number. Um, if they they have a tough schedule to start, you know, if they beat the Chiefs in week two, which I think I had them like if they let's say they beat Indy and beat the Chiefs in the first two weeks of the season, you, you know, the number is gone. You're not going to get to it. But minus 170, when you know, when you may see the Titans win a couple to start, Indy could if what if Indy beats the Jags and the Jags lose to Kansas City, then you could get the Jacksonville plus money-ish or at least like a reasonably close number to even money to win the division. So I think it's definitely a wait and see if you like Jacksonville. And if you like one of the other teams, you know, go ahead and consider doing something now before they name these starting quarterbacks. All right. And Brinson, this is number four on your list. Yes. Number four. Okay. And OTA start today. So it'll be interesting to see how those new quarterbacks are slanging uh, the ball out there. Okay. Moving on to the AFC West. I'm assuming this is going to be your number one, Brinson, as to how confident you are in the chalk. Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting. Kansas City Chiefs are minus 150. Their odds aren't as steep as the Jags are at minus 170. Then you got the Chargers plus 325. Always the fun, sexy pick. Always disappoint you. Then you got the new look Broncos plus 475. And then my Jimmy Garoppolo at plus 1200 there on the bottom. Brinson. So, yeah, you got it. Uh, number one for me at minus 150, even though that number doesn't really reflect. I, to me, the Chiefs should be minus 200. We got plus 160 why last are year. The, why are the Jags a bigger favorite than the Chiefs are? Because the public perception is that the gap between the Jaguars are like the up and coming hot, sexy team. The gap between the Jaguars and the rest of that the division is, is. Yeah, right. Well, people are just sour on the Chargers at this point. Um, That's and, what I'm saying. The new Chargers. No, 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 no. Don't fall for that. See, everybody's like, oh, the new Chargers. No, it's same old Chargers. Same old Chargers. No, oh, yes. No, but I'm saying they are the new Chargers in the sense where everybody thinks they're the fun, sexy pick, but they actually will continually disappoint you. No, no, no. But see, that's the same old Chargers. Uh, <laughs> so yes, they've been fair, the, they've fair. been the new Chargers every year for like 13 years. <laughs> um, really more like 20 years. Um, I, I think there's an interesting case to be made that if you want to, you can take the Chiefs and parlay them. I actually would not be opposed to parlaying the Chiefs with the Bills, and that gets you almost three to one for the Chiefs and the Bills to win their respective division. Of course, you have to deal with the the Jets there. If you prefer maybe a little uh, less or a little a little smaller payoff, you go Chiefs and the 49ers. That pays out plus one seventy. And if the 49ers fix that quarterback situation, we'll get to that. Not to you know, I don't want to spoil it with the 49ers rank, but I mean you can kind of figure it out. Chiefs number one with a bullet here for me. Or no, excuse me, Chiefs number, Chiefs as a number one. I just, look, 
It's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Enough said. I like the Broncos a lot more this year. Sean Payne's a massive upgrade. I think Jimmy Robles is an upgrade for this team, this Raiders team, over Derek Carr. And I think Kellen Moore's an upgrade over Joe Lombardi. So all three of these teams got better, but they all got way better last year, too. And the Chiefs just have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. It's that simple, Breach. Yeah, I'm not really going to go into this one. The Chiefs have won this division for seven straight years. There's no reason to bet against them until another team can prove they can beat them. They went 6-0 and again in the division last year. They went 5-1 and the year before that. So we're talking 11-1 and uh, against divisional opponents in the past two years. There's no reason to bet. You know, it's not great value, but until another team proves they can knock the Chiefs off, there's no reason to risk it betting another team. Couldn't agree more. You know, it's so interesting, too. When you look at last year, the odds were a little bit tighter. Kansas City was plus 160 to win the AFC West. Uh, Chargers and Broncos closing at plus 250. Raiders at plus 675. So big uh, shift here after the Chiefs unsurprisingly surprised everyone and won the division yet again and a Super Bowl yet again. Um, all right. So we are going to take another quick break here. You're watching Pick 6. If you're not following us on social, go ahead and do that at Pick 6 Pod across all social platforms. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. If you're not following us on social, go ahead and do that. If you haven't downloaded the podcast, audio only, go ahead and do that. If you're not following us on YouTube, go ahead and do that as well. Moving on to the NFC Feast, formerly the NFC East, probably the best division, if not one of the best divisions in football. Eagles are the favorite, minus 105. Then you got the Cowboys, plus 165. Giants, plus 700. And then the Commandos at the bottom, plus 1,300. Brinson, are we going chalk here? You were high on the Eagles last year. No, uh, as as, as devotees of this podcast are likely aware, uh, we hate the Eagles this year. <laughs> you know, by the way, uh, I, I don't know if anybody knows this who's uh, in the chat. Speaking of devotees of the podcast, but we've got somebody special producing today. That's right. It's Debo behind the curtain. <laughs> Debo, what's up, buddy? Long time. Hey, after... 1923 episodes with you. I thought I was done forever, but I'm back today. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is, that, is that actually the number? Yes, though? I mean, the official count. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I took time one day. It took about six hours. You did 1923 podcast episodes with me. He lived. You might not have now. been on all of them. You, you might have missed a couple, but wow. yeah, that's, that's that the is, number. That is. You could file an HR violation, honestly. Yeah, did you hear how depressed you both sounded when you said that number? 1923. It's been 84 years. It's like I'm back uh, on an episode where you're picking the Cowboys to win the division. 
<laughs> I know. Actually, um, I think that it, when I do my picks for the season, I do have the Cowboys. Um, I, I did. So I did the Brinson model, right? And I went through and did the full schedule and you know broke down how I think everything's going to play out. I ended up with the Cowboys atop the division. I, to me, there, it is very, very clear that the value here is in the New York Giants at seven to one. I mean, that number is crazy. Think about the Texans or what, nine and a half to one to win the AFC South. And we have the, in the NFC East, which is, it's a difficult division. It's going to be, it's going to be a tight race. I think the Giants is seven to one. They were a playoff team last year. And we saw what happened in year two in Buffalo with that regime and sort of the same setup that Brian Dable and Joe Shane are going with Daniel Jones year two in this system. Why can't this Giants team improve in, in 2023? I like the Giants a lot at seven to one. Yeah. Um, I would say that for me, this division certainly is uh, one of the tougher to, ones to pick. I've got uh, the Cowboys I'm taking uh, at plus 165. I think, I think that's a great number for the Cowboys, too. I bet the Cowboys and, and the Giants. If you like the Eagles, minus 105 is not terrible. Uh, but this is number six for me in terms of confidence. And and it's only because it's 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 it would be maybe eight, except there's like so many wild cards in, in the teams that are involved in seven and eight. And I think you got three teams that legitimately could compete for this division quite easily, Breach. Uh, you know what, Brenton? I agree, but I also disagree. I, I, I agree with your pick because, of course, I am the Breach Bot 3000, and I have brainwashed Brenton into also picking the Cowboys because, of course, <laughs> I'm picking the Cowboys. I mean, that is clear. We all know there has not been a repeat division champion in the NFC East since 2004. So it, it is tough to pick the Eagles here, but I think it's a two-horse race. I'm throwing the Giants out. You mentioned Daniel Jones. I think he's the reason the Giants cannot win the division. They might get a wild card spot. They might be good again. He might improve, but I just think there's such a big gap between him and Jalen Hurts and him and Dak Prescott that I cannot picture the Giants winning this division. So I think it's either Cowboys or Eagles. Uh, and I just think that having that target on your back from being the defending NFC champion, from being that Super Bowl team, you're going to get every team's best shot mm-hmm. when you go into the season. And that's tough to do. You know, we haven't seen brought this up before just when you're the losing team in the Super Bowl it is hard to get back to the Super Bowl I mean obviously the Bengals got close uh last year but they didn't make it um so I I am just going to ride the Cowboys there because I think the Eagles regress a little bit coming off the Super Bowl loss so I agree with Brinson that the Cowboys are the value here I agree as well, although I kind of like the Giants. I'm agreeing with Brenton there at that 7-1. to one. The Eagles, you look at their strength of schedule last year, a little bit easier. This year, it's going to be a lot tougher. They won a lot of games. Yes. They won a lot of games last year. It's going to be hard to repeat. And you talk about how hard it is coming off of a Super Bowl. How about the 2020 49ers on their revenge tour? Now, of course, we were decimated with injuries, and I hope that does not happen to Philadelphia. But a lot of things can go wrong or go sideways in that season following a Super Bowl loss as much as you're hungry for the revenge. So definitely see some regression for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Giants are just the fun, frisky team at 7-1. to You just got to sprinkle a little bit on there. And you know, seeing Dallas Cowboy fans cry at the end of every season is a pastime that is very near and dear to my heart. All right, moving on to the NFC North. A lot has changed here. The King of the North no longer there. And Detroit Lions are sitting atop the odds boards, plus 120. Then you got the Vikings, then the Bears, and all the way at the bottom, the former reigning Kings of the North for many years, the Packers. Breach, you first. 
Well, you know, it's funny because we looked at the AFC South odds and I said I would, if you bet on every team except for Jacksonville and just basically bet the Jacksonville lose, you're guaranteed to win money. Same situation here. If you bet on every team besides Detroit, uh, you bet the same amount of money on the Vikings, Bears, and Packers, you are guaranteed to win money as long as the Lions don't win. So I guess I am going full anti-cat today, which is Ooh. so unlike me because I love cats. Uh, I'm against Detroit. You don't I, even actually have a cat, by the way. I, I don't think they are going to win. That's none of your business. Brinson about whether I have a cat. Um, no, I, so, I just think the Lions are way too hyped up right now. Like, sure, they could be good, but the Vikings, it's not like they've taken a huge step back. They won the division last year. I kind of like them. The Bears have improved everywhere. I mean, the Bears could absolutely surprise people and yeah. win the division. I don't know why the Packers, everybody's just riding them off at plus 500. I feel like they're the best value bet here. So I think if there is one team that I am staying away from in the NFC North, it is the Lions. And if I had to make a pick right now, I'd probably go with the Vikings. I forgot Debo's here. Debo's like uh, on alert. He caught me putting a, a, a chat a chat thing on the screen. Uh, so you're anti-captain. Does that mean you're anti-Bengals? I did say during the AFC North thing that I was kind of split and I could see the Ravens winning it. I didn't go all in on the Bengals. I, I think the Vikings number here is like so shocking it's scaring me off they're drifting further and further down like they're going i don't know if it's the dalvin cook stuff the, the expectation that he'll be traded um it's hard to win that many one score games in an nfl season not have it regress to the mean to some degree the following year i mean it's not going to be they go oh and 11 in one score games but you know you're going to have some 60 yard field goals that catch a little breeze and you and don't go through you know a bunch of different things can happen I had the Lions winning the division pretty handily in the Brinson model, you know. Oh, the Brinson. We haven't mentioned that today. Well, I mentioned it once before. I actually noticed that you didn't. You didn't. You didn't pop up. I was surprised that you didn't uh, look up. And and it's okay. It's fine. You hear. (laughs) You hear me talk enough. You just sort of tune. Uh, tune out, tune out a large portion of it. Ask Evo. <laughs> uh, yeah, ask ask anyone in my entire family how that uh, how that works out for them. I would say that if I'm if I'm looking at this division, it's the seventh hardest. I have this. I, I'm taking the Lions, and it's I'm not betting the Lions at plus one twenty. Not with their history of of you know success. Uh, at my buddy Adam Shine, as he likes to call him, the rebuilding since 1935 uh, Detroit Lions. Any team could win this division. I think the Packers would like it a little bit longer, maybe like six or seven to one, mm-hmm. if I was going to bet that. But the Packers are probably value. If Jordan Love is good, this is a division where they can absolutely you know, hold serve and win the, you know, I guess not hold serve because the Vikings won it last year, but five to one could win the division. I'm not as high on the bears uh, as some people. This is more than likely a stay away for me. The the Vikings number is just crazy. I think, I think people have been hammering the Vikings and it just keeps drifting. Uh, Number seven on my power ranks or number seven on my confidence ranks. And it's only not number eight because the, the, you know, the eighth division, uh, which you can probably pick out since we only got two left, uh, is just so convoluted it's impossible to to figure out. Yeah, I think a lot of people have recency bias. They look at the record uh, for Minnesota last year, and to your point, all of those or most of them single possession games. Hard to trust them. Hard to trust Kirk Cousins, especially in prime time or under really any bright light. The Detroit Lions are. Uh, just the history of the Detroit Lions. It's hard for me to say it's them. I kind of like the Bears here. A little frisky plus uh, 350 made some good moves in the offseason. I feel like Justin Fields is coming into his own. They've now changed the off. Now he can't, they can't run him into the ground. They got to figure out how to open it up for him a little bit. But at plus 350, I will go Chicago Bears here. Moving on to the NFC South. 
the Saints favorite plus 115. Then you got the Falcons, the Panthers, Tampa Bay, all the way at the bottom. No Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield. No, you're a big Baker fan over there, Brinson, at plus 800. How do we feel about the NFC South? Uh, Easily number eight um, in terms of. Easily. Yeah. I mean, this is the hardest division to figure out. I mean, look, the Saints are plus 115. I realize that's further ahead than the Lions, but if you feel that confident in the Saints, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, that coaching staff gives me pause. They went 7-10 to 10 last year. They weren't very good. Yeah, they upgraded a quarterback and brought in Derek Carr. But to me, the other teams in the division, with the exception of the Buccaneers, got noticeably better. Tampa Bay is dealing with, you know, the fallout from the top. You know, to basically, they sold out to win the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. And, you know, now you deal with the consequences of it. We've seen it in Denver. We've seen it in Baltimore. Um, we've seen it in Seattle. It happens to NFL teams very routinely. The few exceptions are the Patriots and uh, maybe the Steelers. I don't know. I mean, like, it, you know, the Rams. Look at it right now. Like, you sell out to win the Super Bowl, and you do it with a veteran quarterback who, you know, and, and, you're, and you're bringing in a lot of, like, high-priced guys, and you're manipulating the cap to try and max out a window, and you pay the price. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. The Panthers and the Falcons, to me, are the, the clear-cut value here. I love Atlanta this year. I think I've got them winning double-digit games, 10 to 7, 10 and 7. And they would be my bet, of course, and my pick to win uh, the the NFC South. But, I mean, how could I possibly be confident in them when you've got these other three teams that – like if the if the Bucks won the division at eight nine again, I wouldn't be shocked. Or seven eight and one breach. Nothing nothing about this division would surprise me. I just think Atlanta is like the maybe the most solid team in terms of in terms of where they rank with their value and, and, what, and the competition they've got to deal with. Plus, their schedule is easy. Brenton, I want to like the Falcons. I want to love the Falcons, but I just do not trust Desmond Ritter. Um, and as you said, the Falcons do have the easiest schedule based on strength of schedule this season. Uh, you know who has the second easiest strength of schedule? The New Orleans Saints. And that is who I like to win this division. I know they're the favorite. I haven't taken very many favorites here. So I'm going to take it. It's plus money. I think for me, you don't have any great rosters in this division. So I am just going to ride uh, the guy, the team that has the most proven quarterback. And no matter how you feel about Derek Carr, I, I think you have to agree that he's the best QB in this division. Now, maybe Bryce Young uh, goes off in his rookie year and takes that title away four weeks in. That's certainly possible. But I think right now it's Derek Carr. And for me, that's the deciding factor. But I think the team that I don't want to sleep on and kind of my dark horse is the Carolina Panthers. I think they have a pretty stacked roster. And if Bryce Young looks good, then I think they can win the division. So. I would probably bet on both teams leaning. If, if I'm making a pick right now, it's the Saints. But the Saints and the Panthers play in week two, and I think whoever wins that game ends up winning the division. Yeah, this one's tough for me. I am going to do what neither of you can do and just lay off this one completely um, and wait and see. And now we will talk about my favorite division. <laughs> I the don't NFC care about West. this division because I want to talk about the <laughs> NFC West. That's exactly it, Brinson. That is exactly it. 49ers sitting at the top, minus 165. Then we've got the Seahawks, plus 230, the Rams, and then the Cardinals, who have absolutely no shot in doing anything this year, plus 2,500. I will start on this and say yes, that the 49ers are the most likely winners of this division. However, 
probably better value on Seattle at plus 230. I thought they may, had a good draft. They made a lot of good offseason moves. You got Geno Smith coming back, who was very impressive last year, even if we do think he's going to regress a little bit. Niners have a tough schedule, and they also have the most miles traveled of any team, which, of course, is going to be working um, against them this year. But yes, I do think the 49ers are the best in the division and should win it. But if we're going value, I would actually take Seahawks at plus 230. I think if I'm going value, I actually take the the Rams. Although I do like the Seahawks. I oh had well, Brinson, we know why. Seven to one, seven to one with Sean McVay, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald. I don't know. I mean, like if they improve the offensive line, this team, this team will be. Look, I think the Rams have a better chance of winning their division than like the Texans do. And the Texans are nine to one, seven to one for the Rams for a team that won the Super Bowl two years ago is pretty All crazy. Right. Um, with a really good coach. A, a, I think a really good quarterback if he's healthy and then one of the best wide receivers in football, Cooper Cup. No, don't get me wrong. I'm picking the Niners to win the division. I'm not betting them. If I were going to do the Niners, um, the Niners Chiefs parlay, and I got the, the Niners are the number two team for me, or excuse me, the number two division for me in terms of confidence winning it. And th- again, that's really more a reflection of the Niners roster and my belief in Kyle Shanahan winning football games, even if the quarterback situation is not necessarily where he would love it to be. Also, last year this time, it was like, Trey Lance is about to explode and dominate the NFL, and he got hurt in his second game. <laughs> what, yeah. what, if, what, if he, what if the time he spent injured, he was able to really sort of develop? I know you're not getting reps out there, but, you know, like, like well, immersing been- yourself in the playbook, et cetera, et cetera. Like, there's a chance Trey Lance comes in here and just – lights the NFL on fire. They traded up for him for a reason. They gave up all that stuff for him for a reason. So I'm pretty confident the Niners win the division, but it's more a reflection of me having questions about the Seahawks and the Rams. And I agree with you. Cardinals are just DOA. Brinson, don't steal my Rams. Don't get on my Rams bandwagon. Oh Stay my God. You're not chasing me off this year, Breach. Or I'm going to talk <laughs> you back on it. You're going to pick them in first place. And remember, so remember, remember when I was going to pick them to win the Super Bowl? And you're like, I'm picking them to win the Super Bowl. So I was like, screw you. I'm going Niners. And then they lost to the Niners and they, they beat the Niners. And the neither of us picked them. That was, that was the twist. Yeah. And then you, then you, then you flipped on me, which was just really dirt. Yeah, look, I, Rams issue is their offensive line and we can talk yeah. about their stars, but they had 11 different starting groups on the offensive line last year, I think in 17 games, that's an insane number. They're dealing with so many injuries. They were dealing with the retiring, uh, the retirement of Andrew Whitworth. So they just had a lot of holes to fill and they just couldn't fill them. So if their offensive line is better, they have the skill players If Matthew Stafford's healthy. There's no reason this team can't be good. Uh, but for me, there's no value anywhere because the plus money on the Seahawks, the Rams, it doesn't matter because that way the division, it feels like it's the 49ers yeah. division to lose. I mean, that's just what it feels like. Cause you think the one time you don't think a team can win a division is if they lose their quarterback with well, the 49ers, it doesn't matter. Cause that's what happened last season. Right. They went through multiple starting quarterbacks, still won the division, still went six and zero in the division. Uh, and the thing is it wasn't close. I mean, they went 13 and four, the Seahawks were second place, nine and eight. So they won this by four games. Even if they take a tiny step back, they're still, the best team in this division. So I like the 49ers a lot here. I'm not even, I, I, I agree with Brenton. I probably sprinkle a little bit on the Rams, but it does feel like the 49ers are the play. So Katie, there you have it. We love back to back NFC West champions, baby. Let's go. All right, Brenton to recap, let's do your number one through number five. Most confident. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to name the division winners. Most confident. If that works. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to say Chiefs are one. So I, I'm saying the Chiefs are my number one. The 49ers are my number two. The Bills are my number three. 
The Jaguars, my number four. The Bengals, my number five. The Cowboys, my number six. Lions, number seven. And Atlanta Falcons, or yeah, Atlanta Falcons, number eight. That's the order of confidence. And it's really not even like, that, I mean, that's my that is the order of confidence I have in picking those division winners. It's almost more of like the order of confidence I have in picking that division. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, the Falcons I have an eighth. I mean, anything could happen in that division. And so, like, and if anyway, that's that's the one through eight. That's the that's the Brinson confidence, the Brinson model confidence meter. Breach. What was my confidence? Do? Yep. Uh, Bengals, 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 uh, Cowboys, one, Bengals, one, Cowboys, Bengals, Cowboys, Bengals, 49ers. I mean, right. I think those are the top two. I'm going to put the Bengals at three. Sure. And then after that, I'm not confident about anything. Yeah. I think, I think that's, not being- fair. I think that's totally fair. fair. All right. One quick thing before we get out of here, Dom said, Kelly, are the Nuggets going to sweep the Lakers tonight? You bet your bottom dollar they are. They're plus 130 right now on the money line. The Lakers do not stand a chance. They have not shown any signs of life that they could get this done tonight. So if you're going to give me the team with the Joker and with Jamal Murray, who went into L.A. and gave them their first loss in the playoffs at plus 130, I'm taking that all day long. Plus uh, the three. Y'all betting NBA tonight? Probably. I've been betting the Heat money line every game of the Eastern Conference Finals. Ten dollars yes. on it every day, and it's 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 paid off nicely. There you go. It has paid off nice. Also, Jimmy Butler steals over one and a half is free money. It's much like a Matt Stafford interception prop. Boo! So that's- Boo! I mean, look, you like Matt Stafford. Hey, I'm not I saying he's not a great quarterback. I'm just saying he throws a cookie pretty much every single game. He, do, he does. One. He does. He he look. He's aggressive, and he likes to throw. He likes to throw cookies. And um, I like that. I'm going to steal that one. And uh, playoff Jimmy, man. Don't mess with playoff Jimmy. He's just, he, I mean, Nuggets heat is not going to be what the NBA wants when they had a chance at at Lakers Celtics. But you know what? It makes me kind of happy because screw Lakers Celtics. I don't want to see it. I want to see playoff Jimmy and Jokic, who nobody wants to love, even though he's back-to-back MVP. Well, before and the Nuggets have never it. been to the NBA Finals. Let's yeah. not forget that. It's always exciting for a new fan base when you see your team get this I far would for the first time. Much rather have an NBA Finals where we're going to come away with Jokic or Jimmy Butler winning a winning a title than the Celtics or the Lakers winning another one. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. It's been a really fun uh, playoff season so far and so hopefully we'll get the sweeps on both of the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals and then we will get our Nuggets and Heat. Final. All right, everyone, that is going to wrap the show today. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Tomorrow, we got the Brady Quinn football show. And then on Thursday, it is our mailbag show. So send us questions to add Pick Six Pod on Twitter. Mailbag. Any mailbag. mailbag or any of our individual accounts uh, for our upcoming mailbag episode. We'll see you next time. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.